Inclusion has to be a deep organizational commitment. And if you get some backlash, you have to take a stand to protect your people, which includes those that you partner with, as well as your internal team who is trying to usher in inclusion. We've got to take a stand. We've got to protect the people that we're trying to serve. And we have to make sure that if inclusive marketing is your goal, it is rooted in your values so that you can stay focused on what's important, even in the spite of opposition. Welcome to Inclusion and Marketing, the show that's all about helping you develop the skills you need to win the attention, adoration, and loyalty of more consumers, especially those with differences that are often ignored by brands. I'm your host, Sonia Thompson, an inclusive brand coach, strategist, consultant, and someone with a lot of differences. Let's get to it. Okay, I've got another podcast recommendation for you. It's Latinx in Power, hosted by Thaisa Fernandez. It's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. This podcast features interviews with top-level executives, entrepreneurs, and innovators from Latin America, aiming to demystify the tech industry by providing listeners with insider perspectives and insight from Latin American leaders who have succeeded in their fields. I like listening to this podcast because I like hearing from a broad diversity of voices and hearing from and learning from their experiences. One episode I'm super excited to dive into is the latest one, Lead Generation Journey with Glenville Dixon Jr. Listen to Latinx Empower wherever you get your podcasts. The problem most brands have with inclusive marketing is thinking that it's just about the marketing, earning the attention and loyalty of consumers from underrepresented and underserved communities goes beyond just hiring influencers from those communities, changing up your photography to be more representative or translating content. Those tactics are helpful, but they aren't nearly enough in making consumers from marginalized communities feel like they belong with you. Inclusive marketing can grow your bottom line, but inclusive marketing done right can't just be about getting people from underrepresented and underserved communities to buy your stuff. That's extraction marketing, and it can actually do more harm to communities than good. No good. If you want to explore more on that topic, I have an episode on that. Are you taking more than you give? I'll drop a link to it in the show notes so you can access it easily. Inclusive marketing requires responsibility. It requires brands to not only have their house in order from an internal standpoint, but also to not cause harm to the people and communities they've chosen to serve. That's where Bud Light got into trouble with the controversy surrounding their campaign with Dylan Mulvaney. A few days before Dylan's Bud Light social media posts went live, Alyssa Heinerscheid, Bud Light's vice president of marketing, talked about what the brand needed to do to improve its financial performance. She said, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. Heinerscheid went on to note that evolving the brand's approach to be more inclusive by appealing to a broader diversity of consumers, including women, was key. She also commented that this growth plan would require moving away from fratty and out-of-touch humor. 
Now, although Bud Light started to embrace and lean into inclusive marketing being the future and key to relevancy, their actions demonstrate that their approach to inclusive marketing was flimsy. As a result, not only did they not achieve the results they were looking for, but an uproar ensued for a number of reasons. So here are a few lessons every brand should take from Bud Light's mistakes from an inclusive marketing standpoint. First up, inclusive marketing requires taking a stand. It's all about choosing who you're going to serve. But once you make your choice, you have to stand by that choice, even if there are others who aren't on board with it. Bud Light made a choice to engage the LGBTQ community when they partnered with Dylan Mulvaney and celebrated her 365 days of girlhood following her transition. But once they started to receive backlash, including boycott threats, a number of negative and quite frankly hateful social media comments and YouTube videos in response, and even Kid Rock shooting cases of Bud Light in an open field, they went silent. Instead of doubling down to show their commitment and support of Dylan and the LGBTQ community, they didn't say anything at all on social media for more than a week. Eventually, they published a new commercial that leaned hard into the beer brand's roots and focused heavily on the American spirit. Now, inclusive brands take a stand for what they believe in, even when people don't like it. It means taking a stand to support the people you serve, which includes those you partner with, so all the people you serve feel like they belong with you. The process of taking a stand gets easier when you are clear about your values. That's why some element of diversity, equity, inclusion, or belonging needs to be incorporated into your values. When inclusion is rooted in your values and culture, then it's a no-brainer when deciding how to respond to anyone who does or says anything that is in conflict with those values. Hershey Canada recently found themselves in a similar situation to Bud Light when they did an International Women's Day campaign that featured a transgender woman among the five women highlighted. When they received calls for boycotts, they responded with an Instagram post that noted, we value togetherness and recognize the strength created by diversity. The message went on to say, over the past three years, our Women's History Month programming has been inclusive celebration of women and their impact. We appreciate the countless people and meaningful partnerships behind these efforts. It was a simple message that reinforced their values, but also reiterated their commitment to the campaign and the types of diversity they included with it. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. Like trying to remember the name of that guy you just met at a networking event. Was it Ron or could it be Don or John or Sean? Yeah, that kind of impossible. HubSpot's all new service hub can help. Well, with the service solution part, at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform for the first time ever. With an AI-powered help desk and an AI chatbot that handles frontline tickets fast. Plus, it comes with a customer success workspace that helps reps anticipate customer needs. In a full 360 view of every customer, so your go-to-market team can keep a pulse on accounts before trying to upsell or cross-sell. Also, you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. And you know what that means. Better service and happier customers at every stage of the journey. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Second thing to remember, inclusive marketing requires cultural intelligence. 
In their statement following the backlash from the Mulvaney promotion, Brendan Whitworth, CEO of Anheuser-Busch, said that we never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over a beer. To me, it feels implausible that a brand who partners with someone from the transgender community would be unaware of the opposition people from this community experience. It shows both naivete and a lack of cultural intelligence. Brands must be aware of both the current and historical cultural landscapes and anticipate responses to campaigns so you can make plans in advance about how to handle any opposition. The transgender community in particular is subjected to a lot of hate, violence, and overall negativity. As for any campaign that elevates them, particularly from a brand with such a large audience, it's important to ensure that along with a promotional campaign, there is a clear protection campaign for the people you're partnering with, as well as their communities. Cultural intelligence helps you plan, execute, and respond better. And a third thing to remember is that inclusive marketing requires support of the communities you're trying to reach. Before customers from underrepresented and underserved communities decide to give you their attention and their money, they want to know that you actually care about their community. Caring for a community doesn't mean your brand has to become a social justice warrior if that's not your style. It does mean, however, that you take some action to uplift a community that's been subjected to a number of systemic barriers that negatively impact them achieving successful outcomes on a number of fronts. For instance, AT&T has repeatedly demonstrated their support for the LGBTQ community, including being one of the first companies to protect LGBTQ employees from workplace discrimination, one of the first to adopt definitive health benefits for transgender employees, and in 2018 made a million-dollar donation to the Trevor Project, the largest they'd received to date, along with a multi-year commitment of support to the advocacy organization. Business is about belonging. If your goal is to make the customers you serve, especially those that are from marginalized communities, feel like they belong with you, your engagement and support for them can't be flimsy. It's got to have deep roots. One other thing to note is that since all this has been going down with Bud Light, their VP of marketing who initially made those comments is now on a leave of absence and her role is being covered by someone else. So it just goes to show that inclusion has to be a deep organizational commitment. And if you get some backlash, you have to take a stand to protect your people, which includes those that you partner with, as well as your internal team who is trying to usher in inclusion. We've got to take a stand. We've got to protect the people that we're trying to serve. And we have to make sure that if inclusive marketing is your goal, it is rooted in your values so that you can stay focused on what's important, even in the spite of opposition. That's it for today's episode. I'd love to hear what you think. Please do send me an email, send me a DM, uh, tag me on social media, and let's continue the conversation there. Please do share this episode if you liked it with friends, colleagues, and network. I think it's important for us to continue these conversations so we know better about how to do better and making more people feel like they belong with us. If you'd like to continue getting more information on inclusion and marketing, definitely join the inclusion and marketing email newsletter where each week I send you news, resources, stories, 
and other information on how to build an inclusive brand. I'll put a link to it in the show notes so you can access it easily, but you can also go to inclusioninmarketing.com to sign up. Until next time, remember, everyone deserves to have a place where they belong. Let's use our individual and collective power to ensure more people feel like they do. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you soon.